and welcome back to Glitter Budget with your hosts, Anjanette. And Jess. And in today's episode, we're continuing our romance movie month. Yeah. And we are starting, continuing, continuing it. Yes. Like I just said, continuing. Yep. You got this. <laughs> with the movie Pretty Woman from the year 1990, starring Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. It's directed by Gary Marshall, written by J.F. Lawton. It's also starring Ralph Bellamy, Jason Alexander, Laura San Giacomo, Alex Hyde White. I can't say his name for whatever reason. Amy Asbeck, Eleanor Donahue, Hector Elizondo, and Judith Baldwin, as well as others. others. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I love this movie. She was super, super excited to watch it. I had never seen it until she was like, you're going to fucking watch Pretty Woman today. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Okay, Jesus. I was one of those, I mean, I eventually like left early, so, but I was one of those people that was like, <gasps> does she like it? Does she, is she going to laugh at this part? Is it like, yeah. She. It's probably best that I left. I <laughs> felt her eyes pouring into my skull. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good, it is a, a good movie. I liked, I, I liked it more than I thought that I would. Not that I didn't think that I would like it at all, but I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Gotcha. Because it is a cute movie, and uh, it was not believable that Julia Roberts was a prostitute. Um, but it turned out, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they kind of, like, allude in the movie that she wasn't doing it for very long. Yeah. Which, that's more believable. Yeah. So, yeah, but she was definitely, like, very, <laughs> very new to it, but... I don't know, I just, I love the chemistry that Julie Roberts and Richard Gere had, um, and originally Richard Gere wasn't going to do the movie, so, like, they had done, like, you know, the read-through together, mm -hmm. and I guess he was about to, like, call his agent, be like, nah, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do this, and she kind of slipped him a note and was like, please, yeah, please like, do oh, this. Fine. <laughs> um, so I guess, like, Al Pacino had auditioned and d did a read-through with her, and he turned it and down. He's like, fuck, no, I'm not dealing with that. Until he saw the sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn it. No, no, that was um, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Well, they both yeah. like, did read-throughs and turned it. I don't even think Burt Reynolds did a read-through with her. I think he was no, just I think offered. He, 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 off he was offered it. He turned it down. And then when he saw the sex scenes, he's like, oh, man. Shit. And uh, Christopher Reeves fucking, like, tore up the script and was like, fuck this. After he was doing, um, he was doing a read-through with... Not with Julia Roberts because she wasn't there during that particular read-through, but it was with someone else just was filling in for her. And Christopher Reeve got so pissed off. He was just like, and just like got so frustrated and he left. I think it was um, also offered, I think, to John Travolta, I think. There were a lot of people that that role was offered to that like you can't imagine them being in it. Like Robin Williams, I think, was one of the people it was offered to as well. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Uh -huh. And Christopher Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted I think or originally they wanted Sean Connery and Meg Ryan Sean because Connery it's I could see yeah. yeah Sean Connery I could see um fuck you Meg Ryan that's how I feel about that that's that would have ruined the movie yeah I could see good. um Sandra Bullock and uh Jennifer Connelly yeah do it I could I could kind of see them doing it mm -hmm. but but that's that's who because this was essentially done by Disney. Like, it was like, Disney was like the parent company behind this movie. Which is weird. Yeah, because originally it was supposed to be much, much darker. Yes, I'm 
thrilled that they didn't go down the road of like her being like a coke addict and the part of the agreement was her not using for a week and then at the end kit overdosed while she was gone like no that would have been yeah and then but also the original ending was kit doesn't die but she and vivian end up going to disneyland which is dumb this is so dumb it's like of course only disney would feel like that's an appropriate ending for a dark movie like that like what the fuck dude what are you gonna do now that you survived your coke induced week with this (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go to disneyland (laughs) (laughs) that's just so weird and also what i thought um three like molly ringwald oh yeah they really wanted her to do it Mm -hmm. she was you know she's part of the brat pack she was super popular back then and she was like i don't want to be a hooker yeah and then um, Drew Barrymore and someone else. They uh, were Winona consi- Ryder. Were considered too young for the role. Yeah. Which, thank yeah. that Yeah, yeah. they would have been. But, uh. Yeah, Julie Roberts was 22? Yeah. 22 and Richard Gere was 40. Mm-hmm. He's hot. Yeah. He looked damn good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the chem Like, I really did like the chemistry between the two of them. And I liked the fact that, um, I guess... Gary Marshall had said to Richard Gere, like, you know, what one's a one there's two the two people in this movie, one's a one's a doer, one's one's a mover, one's not. Yeah. Guess one which guess which one you are. And stop moving. Like just you're not gonna be that that kind of person. Which I thought was like and I like that between the two of them because you can't have both of the main characters be like up and over the top because yeah. Vivian is supposed to be very lively and yeah. Richard Gere's character, not. Which I think, you know, for somebody who is just business, 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 and the type of business that he was doing, it I think that matches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that all kind of, like, flows together well. But as I... <laughs> you know, Richard Gere, basically, just... He's a workaholic. Like, that's all he does is work. And he does, like, basically acquisitions, sells... Like, buys these companies that are kind of failing, and then just breaks them up and sells, like, parts of them. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a really cold business. Like you kind of you kind of have to be a cold-hearted dick to do this. Yeah. But it keeps him so busy. He like kind of can't keep a relationship, but you can kind of tell cuz he's so rigid mm-hmm. when he's not doing business, he probably doesn't have like a ton of fun. Probably not, no. You know, and I can't imagine like I'm sure a lot of the girls that he was dating were probably, you know, socialites. You know, just but he's, you know, it starts in the beginning of him like doing this party um, you know, in California and LA. Gets in an argument, breaks up with his girlfriend over the phone. He was, she was just like, you know, might as well just like leave now. He's like, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. But he, he runs into somebody, um, you know, that I guess he had dated previously, and he was like, you know, congratulations on on the the marriage and stuff. And she's like, you know, couldn't wait around for you forever. And he's like, we were dating. Like, did you talk to my secretary more than you talked to me? She was like, she was a bridesmaid. My yeah. wedding. <laughs> he's yeah. like, she was my maid of honor. <laughs> he's like, oh. Oh, damn. All right. Like, yeah. You could kind of just see the reality like sinking in of like, maybe this is an issue. Yeah. And then he gets into. I don't I'm not a car person, so I don't know if this car is pronounced Lotus Esprit. Or what? Or Esprit? <laughs> I, I don't you're right know. The first time. Lotus Esprit? I think. Yeah. OK. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> but um, Ferrari and Porsche or Porsche? I I call it Porsche, but I could be wrong. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, those two car companies did not want their cars used in the movie because they did not want to promote picking up prostitutes. 
And they were the losers in this situation mm -hmm. because Lotus Esprit did very well. Yes, they did. Like, <coughs> sales tripled for them the year that this movie came out. And uh, good for them. It's a UK brand, I guess, of sport car. Yes. I'm trying to sound like I know what the fuck cars, what, what they do and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely would have been Richard Gere in this scenario, not knowing how to drive stick shift. Yeah, it would have been rough. I, um, I'm okay once I'm going, but getting in, you know, into first and like taking off I mean, is really the hardest when you're learning stick or if you're on a hill. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it would have been, it would, it would have been rough. It would have been bad. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I loved it. I love that, uh, you know, the chemistry they had together, the piano scene where you can kind of tell, you know, feelings are starting to, starting to get there. Um, but I guess that was actually Richard Gere playing the piano. I guess he's very, very well piano player. And that was his piece of music that he had written for that scene. Yeah. But they actually had to um, dub in the piano keys that were pressed during that dalliance because the ones that they had actually done, like Richard Gere and Julia Roberts had actually done, were so discordant yeah. that <laughs> it just, they were like, I, we can't, we can't. We have to make them sound a little bit better but not like you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean? it was definitely like a little bit of an elegant <laughs> kind of sound. But I'm more than sure realistically it was just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just like it, it It jars something in your brain. You're like, no, nope, don't like that. <laughs> but yeah, I liked the. Uh, I uh, The sex scenes weren't even like overt or anything. I think no. there might have been like a fraction of a second flash of nip or something like that. Maybe. Maybe if you watch real, real close, maybe, but they're like, it's, I think they were done so tastefully. That's, I think that's what I like about this movie is that, you know, their chemistry was great. I mean, Julia Roberts, like she just has that infectious smile and, and personality that, but it was just a love story, right? So I like that they didn't make it raunchy. They didn't make it like this gritty, dirty film. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a love story about this woman who clearly probably didn't have that best of a life back in Georgia, which she kind of touches on like a little bit. So somehow ends up in LA hooks up with Kit who basically is just like, Hey, you know, I'll give you a place to stay. I'll show you the ropes if you want. Like, this is what you want to do. Um, you know, kind of like, obviously she wasn't like thrilled with it. This was not something that she's like, yep, yeah, this is my life now. Like this is the end game. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I liked how she kind of brought that, just I don't know that like just fun like she says fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> kind of like let's just figure this out to Richard Gere's life who obviously was like probably very miserable and didn't have that spontaneity and mm -hmm. you know just that genuine like connection with anyone and they just kind of came together and fell in love so it wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily like you know on this let me show you about the hooker life yeah per se so I don't know yeah but I think that's why I liked it so much is that it was just about them falling in love it wasn't about the sex mm -hmm. but there was sexy time there was and it was quite nice you were just like oh it was quite nice but apparently during, <laughs> during the sex scene i think like the I, sex the scene. sex scene where they actually like because they they in the beginning during their first transaction you know neither one of them is like we don't kiss in the mouth it's just too personal you know no emotions mm -hmm. whatever don't kiss in the mouth so it, you know they, they kiss in the mouth you know, so you know that they fall in love, that it's real, but it's Julia Roberts was so fucking nervous doing it. 
she just couldn't like she was so nervous she started to break out in hives mm -hmm. and started to get like you know the the angry vein like in the middle of your forehead started to bulge out so they were just kind of like all right just calm down <laughs> calm down <laughs> like richard gear and the director are like oh shit let's, let's, let's massage the vein away let's just yes. rub calamine lotion all over you and you'll be fine i can't that'd be so embarrassing i don't think i'd be i'd be like i can't do it i'm sorry yeah. I, just, I ruined the scene. I would have just, yeah, I would have. Mm -mm. I would have been like, well, it was nice knowing you. You guys can finish the film some other way. I will not be here. <laughs> <laughs> Hope but. you got enough. <clears throat> yep, because that's, that's it. Sorry. Uh, I love that, and I love the uh, bathtub scene is, like, one of my favorite scenes. One, just because I envy that bathtub so much. It's a very nice bathtub. Her singing was atrocious, but. It um, was. It, it hurt to hear that scene. I did not care for that. I was just like, ha, she's butchering this Prince song. <laughs> I think that's probably why I liked it. Cause I'm like, that uh, would be me. <laughs> I can relate. I guess. I was just. But obviously, like, it was one of those things, too, where she wasn't probably expecting him to come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just, I loved, to the amount of bubbles. And uh, I've always wondered in any type of like movie when they get these obnoxious amount of bubbles where you can't see anything how they do it i guess they had used detergent uh but it was so powerful it stripped the red dye out of her hair <laughs> so when they were done the scene they were like um so you should be done for tonight but you have to stay here so we can redye your hair sorry oops <laughs> i find it so funny i like i know that there's ways that you can like like, there's wig caps and everything. Yeah. But I don't know if she actually used a wig cap, but it's, they're supposed to make it us believe that w she fit all of that hair. Oh, right. Under that tiny little wig <laughs> yeah. without a wig cap. Even with a wig cap. Yeah. I that would have been hard-pressed, man. She had, like, a lot of hair. Yeah. It can be done, but um, not. It's it helps tremendously if you have a wig cap. <laughs> But, uh, like, uh, I, when I saw this, because, like, I, Jason Alexander, I know from oh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. So this was, this was right before Seinfeld was, like, that's where he got his, like, fame from, Jason Alexander. So, like, this was, like, right before that started, I guess. And so it's weird seeing him in this role where he's, like, this asshole that uh, essentially he tries to rape molest sexually assault uh, yeah vivian well because he, he again i i think that's where you know, consent and the difference between yes like i'm a hooker but there's still consent yeah you know what i mean so i think it was just one of those things where he was just like yeah no like totally like you're doing this for him like why not just spread it around like this is what you do right so it's not that yeah. big of a deal yeah i pay you you do it like she can still say no dude fuck you <laughs> So it was weird, you know, George Costanza, guy that tries raping someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's like, if anyone watches Criminal Minds, well, I love you forever, but you don't watch it. Right? No. Of course you don't. Wow. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't like it, I just haven't watched it. I do still love you, though. But uh -huh. um, there's an episode, he's in an episode of Criminal Minds, and it's just weird seeing him in that instance, too, because he plays a killer oh yeah but he's 
in this weird, like, he almost looks like a weird, like, Colonel Sanders type character. <laughs> Only because, like, he's got this white hair with, like, the 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 must like the facial hair that's kind of very similar to Colonel Sanders. Didn't he's got he like play Colonel Sanders at one point for one of the commercials. Did he? I think so. <gasps> that it all comes right, from yeah. full circle. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Wow. Well, if he did, then he brought that role to life in this <laughs> Criminal Minds episode. But um, yeah, it, it's just it's so weird when because he was. Seinfeld was on for like fucking years. And yeah. Costanza is just. Is that. It's just so very different from <laughs> these characters. It's weird. So it's it's nice seeing him not typecast in yeah. other roles. Yeah. Even though this pretty woman was before Seinfeld, but like. Yes. Anyway, go on. I don't know. I liked. I mean, I liked the result of that scene, I guess, because it's, you know, her leaving. The week's over, mm-hmm. you know, Richard Gere's just like, hey, not realizing that, like, he's offending her at all. And, you know, him wanting to still be with her, but not knowing actually how to have a relationship. Yeah. Essentially. So basically just like, listen, like, I want to keep seeing you. I'll set you up with, like, you know, your own hotel or own apartment and stuff in New York. This, that, and a third. Like, it's already been, it's basically already been done. It's been set up. And she's just like, you know, I, I want you. Like, I want the real thing. Yeah. Like, not this side piece where I have my own place like you know this this does make me feel like cheap and like a hooker mm-hmm. is not okay and he like no clue he's like, this is a big step for me like not understanding at all why she's upset so she's already upset she doesn't want to leave she's falling in love with him and then fucking toolbag comes in and tries to like get a piece yeah. but you know Richard Gere's character walks in like after she like nails him right in the, the nuts mm-hmm. and just like Throws in the fuck out, fires with him on the spot, like gets handsy with them, and I'm like, just say that you love her and you want to be with her forever, cause you know you do. Well, that came shortly afterwards. That scene was just fucking adorable. It was pretty cute. Oh. But I I like that this movie, along with several others, like the title of this movie, Pretty Woman, um, has nothing to do with. The movie itself is just based off of the titular song that is yeah. in the movie. Like, Stand By Me, Lean On Me, My Girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all these movies, have like, it's just based off of the songs that were used in the movies. It's not actually, like, having to do with the movie itself. Because, like, this was originally, the movie was originally going to be called 3000. That's uh, an awful title, too. It is an awful title. I'm glad that they went with Pretty Woman, but it's, you know, based off of... The three thousand dollars that she's paid, that Vivian is paid to spend the week with, which is like if you adjust for inflation, to this day is about six six thousand dollars. So a thousand dollars a day, man. yeah, about for six days of work. Not bad, not bad. I mean, seriously, to be wined and dined, and you know, again, like he was just mm-hmm. a gentleman about the whole thing. Yeah, like he is far, like he never at any point, like because even that first night, um. He was just like, we can just talk. Just chill out, She's hang like, out. You've never done this before, have you? Yeah. <laughs> I love how she like sits on his desk. He's like, you're on my facts. It's never one I've been on before. <laughs> <laughs> and just breaks out the condoms. Just like, I'm a safety girl. Yeah, I'm safety. Yeah. He's just like, no, 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 no. But I guess uh, the, the thing that creeped me out, because you know, I don't like 
feet. But, you know, they hang out, they talk, whatever. So she's, like, laying down in, like, the little living room area of their suite, the penthouse, and watching I Love Lucy reruns and just laughing like a loon. And I guess to get her to get that genuine laugh, the director is tickling her feet. That's so gross. Apparently it was gross. I don't know. I... I don't. I would not laugh hysterically like that for someone tickling. But I would ac- probably accidentally kick them in the face. <laughs> if we're gonna be honest, like that's not what's gonna work. Like you would have to be, like doing something fucking hilarious in my line of sight in order for me to like maybe laugh like hysterically like that. Yeah. Don't. You're not gonna get laughter like that. You're gonna be like, get the fuck off. <laughs> Honestly, like my feet are somewhat ticklish, but I don't. I'm not a ticklish person. Takes a lot of effort for me to actually laugh. This laughter is not where I go when it comes to tickling. It's annoying. It's just it's uh it's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's that's one of those. I'm like no, just don't. I just turn violent. I don't. <laughs> I just, it's, you, that's the visceral gut reaction that you get from me when it, when tickling is involved. It's not flips the switch. Yep. I don't know why. I don't know what what happened to me. This is another episode of. What's your childhood trauma? <laughs> uh, maybe that's a segment we can do. What's your childhood trauma? Let's not. Let's not do that. Let's not and say we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can tell, like, I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, that the laugh was real. Yeah. You know, so that was genuine. And then um, there's a scene where, towards the end of the week, he has to get to go to the opera. Um, so, you know, she gets this gorgeous dress, like, just... Stops you in your tracks, beautiful, and he goes to show her this necklace that he had basically rented because it's worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it legit was worth two hundred fifty grand. So the jewelry store they borrowed it from had a security with Armed the bag, security. yeah, behind like the director with a gun. Like, you done with this necklace yet? Yeah, a quarter of a million. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, so Richard. <laughs> You know, opens it to show her, and she's like, holy shit, and then goes to, like, reach for it and takes the box Snap. and snaps it in her hands, and that was very much improv mm-hmm. and so, uh, but you could tell, like, her reaction's genuine, real. it's real. I love that, though. It's so cute. And I know it's coming every time I'm like, <laughs> It's weird seeing her show, like, show these kinds of emotions <laughs> for realsies, um, unless it's, like, baby elephants. You won't get her to Puppies. react much. Puppies, yeah. She doesn't she doesn't react to a lot of things, so it's weird. Pretty yeah, woman. To that level. I react plenty, but to that level of gushing, no. Yes. She's very stoic person for the most part. I have grown over the years. Or have you just died over the years emotionally? I've healed. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, like I said, about this movie. I think it's just, honestly, Julia Roberts just sucks me in with that goddamn laugh and smile. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind the movies that she's been in. I've heard that she's kind of like, not just from, like, uh, Hook. Yeah. That she's, like, kind of, like, difficult to work with. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I I do like the movie, like the oceans movies. 
I like those. Yeah. Those were good. She was in those, right? Yeah. Right? Did not see Aaron Brockovich, but I heard it was good. I've seen That's her, right? P- yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, I want to rewatch it, though, because like, what I did see of it was good. Mm-hmm. I was like, she was like trying to get something. He's like, well, how are you going to do that? She's like, it's called boobs, Ed. Is <laughs> <laughs> it just going to flash my cleavage around and smile? <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, like one of one of my favorite movie parts of the movie, I think, just because I love, I love situations where somebody can come back and just be like a good fuck you. So like originally, I think it was like the next day he gives her a shit ton of money and it's just like you you need to go shopping for like big girl clothes mm-hmm. that you know isn't a safety pin holding up your boot. <laughs> so you know she calls Kit, talking to Kit, and she's like, "Hey, come and pick up rent money too." She's like, I don't even know, like, where where do I get clothes around here? She's like, Rodeo Drive, baby. But she still has, like, her hooker get up, like, because that's all she had to wear. Yeah. So she goes into this clothing store. She has all this money, and they're just basically, like, snotty fucking bitches. And basically, like, you don't belong here. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to the hotel, very upset, crying. Like, the the major of the hotel is just basically, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And kind of figures out, and he's like... You're his niece. I loved his character, by the way. Yes. The, the, <laughs> the manager of the hotel is like, he's he's amazing. That's He was played by Hector Elizondo. And he's, I guess, I think he was also in the Gigolo movie that Richard Gere was in. I didn't see where that. He played the, uh, I didn't see it either, but um, American Gigolo, something about Gigolos, <laughs> whatever. But Richard Gere plays a male, male escort slash uh-huh. prostitute in that movie. I'm pretty sure Hector Elizondo is in that movie as well I'll and plays, it. yeah. So, aha, six degrees of separation. He warms up to her in the movie. Yeah, but it's like they have like a really cute relationship, and you can continue your 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 okay. story. But he helps her, and originally she thinks like he's gonna call the cops and like kick her out and stuff. But basically, mm-hmm. he's just like, listen, this is not okay in this hotel. So you are his niece visiting, and she's like. You Okay. So but he gets her a car, gets her set up or whatever, for whatever she needed. So she goes back. She's like, or no. He goes to get her car, and I think Richard Gere was the one that took her out originally at first mm-hmm. to go shopping. And then he left her, like, once she was all set up. Cause they get well, who went was that lady that he sent that her to? for the uh, the evening gown. I think originally, like, she got her size and got her set up. Uh-huh. I think later, so she was the one which was like, oh, you know. I oh no, because she got one, she got one outfit, one dress. Yeah, and that was that was that first night, right? I th- like yeah, she tries going out. Yeah, she tries going out. She gets turned down at the store, and the uh, manager sends her to this lady. Yeah, that was like in the hotel, kind of. Yeah, she sets her up with an outfit for that night when with the escargot. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And then Richard Gere's character is like, you only got one outfit i'm surprised and then she tells him like well that's because they were mean to me yeah and then he takes her out for the day like that's shopping right. so it was like the <laughs> you know i'm not really his niece they never are dear <laughs> like <laughs> uh that's right no you are correct um it's like the first store they go into just like listen we're about to spend an obscene like helps like an obscene, an obscene amount of money. money and she's like i like his tie i like your tie he would like your tie. <laughs> <laughs> but she she inevitably, though, goes back to that store and she's, you know, has this gorgeous, like, 
dress on with this hat, like all these bags and stuff. And they go and they don't even recognize her. So yeah. just basically immediately like, what do you need? What do you need help with? Oh, my God. She's like, you know, no, I was in here the other day and you refused to help me. You guys work in commission, right? Yes. Big mistake. Huge, Huge mistake. I have more shopping to do. And just like yeah. walks out. I was like, I don't know why. I just I love those kind of like, Ugh. yeah, those jabs and the just like right in your face. I was just like, yes. It was it was nice. It so was you get just being a desserts. snotty bitch. Yeah, I just don't like snotty bitches. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't like snotty bitches either. And it seems like Rodeo Drive would be full of them. Oh God, yeah. I wonder if Rodeo Drive still. Like what it was back in the nineties, you know what I mean? Like I wonder yeah. if it's still like the place to go to go shopping, and you know, you're. I mean, I assume gotta have kind a black like car to spend in there, like in uh New York, Saks Fifth Avenue, yeah, or Fifth Avenue, Saks. You know, those those obviously I've never shopped there, so you you can tell by my lack of knowledge. But Fifth that that road street, yeah, in New York. Yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah. At least it was the last time I was in New York. I don't know. Cause didn't Barney's close? Did it? I think. I Bloomingdale's is still a thing, right? Ah, see, that you could tell how uh, I don't shop like that. We don't shop at the fancy stores. We got. We don't have Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have his stuff. No. No, again, I feel like that's uh, stores you have to go into and, and you need a black card. Like White House Black Market is my fancy store and Express. That's what I consider fancy. Yes. Express, yes. I like their jeans. But uh, we only go there when they have sales. Their sales are really good, though. They are. You can get $80 jeans for, what, 20 bucks? Maybe? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. And like a fucking $75 shirt. For twelve, yeah. So yeah, the fact that these shirts and pants are this much to begin with, it's like, what? Who do you think you are? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. There were probably, you know, five-year-old children making a penny a day, <laughs> sewing together these clothes. What is your overhead? <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, even the, like the expensive stores, we don't actually sh- sh- shop their site for sales. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I'm more of a Target shopper. It it depends on what I need. Like my work clothes or like fancy dresses and stuff, I will go to White House Black Market for. But again, that's sales. Because, that's because she works at like a legit place that has like you need adult clothes for. I don't. I wear jeans to work every fucking day. But. If I have it, business, if I, ca- business casual, okay, that's this that's is, their this thing. This is fancy for me. I'm like throwing up my hands. I'm like, fuck this mic. Um, this shirt, if I wore this to work, they'd be like, oh my god, do you have a meeting with somebody? Where are you going? Well, I can't wear this to work. One, jeans have holes. Two, there's cliv. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to wear like cleavage type stuff. Like if I wear this, I typically wear like something under it. Yeah, yeah. Three. Oh, shoulder. If you show shoulders, that is a no-no. Yeah, no, I'm not that. Now, obviously, like, if I have a meeting with other agencies or, like, we did interviews last week, then, yes, I had on my my dress slacks and stuff, which is why I still occasionally shop at those places. 
Mm. Um, and, you know, during the summer, you know, I like to wear my dresses. She does. She's a dressy lady. So, but you know how cheap I am, too. So, like, the one dress I got at Black House, White House Black Market, it was, like, I don't know, $200 dress, and I got that shit for 25 bucks. And uh, I'm one of those people that's, like, I had to fucking say, I'm one of those assholes that's, like, ah, this really expensive dress for $25. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to be, but I am. I still feel like it, it can still, it's still a flex, though, because, like, you didn't spend this exorbitant amount of money on a piece of fabric. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it's it's pretty, but it's a summer dress, so it's thin. Yeah. Like it's not, like, thick, heavy fabric. Like, what it, is it the kind of fabric that is even going to last throughout the years? Possibly. I don't know. I mean, their stuff does last pretty long. That's good. At least but. there's that, because if you have, like, if it's expensive clothing that also does not stand the test of time... Who do you think you are? Yeah, no, their their stuff lasts. I mean, I have stuff from them that's I've had for years, and it looks great still. So, well, we are way off fucking topic. We are. So, Pretty Woman, very good. Where can we watch it? Oh shit. Um. Yeah, I think I rented it from Amazon. I'm sorry, I like completely blanked on that. Yeah, yeah I, Amazon I had to get it on demand. Yep. So, but it was only only for a few dollars. Worth it, though. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. It is very cute. The chemistry is very good, um, very believable, and it's... I don't believe that it's denigrating to women, other, unlike how uh, Daryl Hannah thought it was. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. She's I like, it's, think, it's denigrating to women. It's like, no, it's I not. You probably really just don't like is. prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, the next movie, the last movie that we're going to be doing is You've Got Mail, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I know Jessica hates I Meg Ryan. I didn't mind this one as much as the, like, I, 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 it was cute. All right. It was okay. That's good. All right. So that's our last romance movie. And then in the month of March, we'll be doing Sci-Fi Movie. Yeah. This one I'm super excited for because this is up my alley. <laughs> anyway, so tune in for You've Got Mail. Later on this week, and then sci-fi movies next month. Woo! All right. So if you like our vibe, please like and subscribe. All of our social medias will be linked in the description box down below, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.